0: welcome in to the nap bros podcast i'm nick he's andrew and we are back for our continued conversation about sovereignty the battle for the hearts and minds of men and today we are talking about chapter 16 self-awareness andrew take it away
1: well thank you sir uh chapter 16 talks about self-awareness funny thing um he makes a good point about how everybody hears that term and just like, what does that mean? You know, you have some entrepreneurs are like, this is what self awareness means. You got some, uh, what's the words? What what would you say? Tony Robbins is like
0: motivational speakers.
1: Sure, you know, known or, or are, self or self help gurus or something like that. There you yeah. go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guru. where I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. What it means to you and what you take from it is really like a a person to person thing. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. just who you are, but rather why you are the way you are, is what Mickler's pointing out. You Mm -hmm. know, what caused you to be this way? Mm -hmm. What caused you to act this way? Why, not what as well, but why you are acting this way. I
0: think it's interesting because, um, because um, in this in this particular case, like there's a Gary Vaynerchuk has a lot to say about this, and I wonder if like what people have done is they've taken what Gary V says because he does talk about self awareness, but he like he presents it. It's it's really interesting because when Gary V says, "Hey, I'm like I wish people could be more aware of who they are and like what it is that they they like to do, what it is they want to do," but he also like they 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 take that and they're like, "Oh, that must mean I must be an ent- entrepreneur." I've got to be, you know, I've got to do my own business. I've got to start my own business and stuff like that. And like, and to an extent, like, and he's been talking about it for years. um, like way before this book even came out. And I wonder if that a lot of people have like basically kind of taken this idea from Gary Vee and just changed it into, I need to be an entrepreneur. But even later on, Gary, Vee's like, no, 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 you've got to understand, like not everybody can be an entrepreneur. It's not, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to run a business. But a lot of people just kind of like ignore that because they see, kind of, or they imagine that running a business seems like this really glorified thing, like owning a business, having a business. I think I'm off a little bit. There you go, center myself. Having a business is like this glorified thing, and so they're like, "This is who I am. I must do this." And that's, you know, unfortunately, what a lot of people have um, kind of taken as, as what self-awareness is. But, but yeah, I like what, I like what Mickler says is, is, is it's like, it's understanding why, why you think the way you think, why you believe what you believe, why you act the way you do, why you get mad, why you get sad and why you are exactly where you are today. So it's interesting because it, it's kind of like in my mind, like the, the way that I see Mickler's idea of self-awareness and the way that I see what Gary Vee talks about are slightly different. Mickler is much more along these lines and this, this entire chapter is kind of like looking into the back, like looking into your past, kind of having this idea of what it is that, that – from the past that is causing what's happening today. As where I think Gary Vee kind of looks at it as like knowing what it is that, that you w- – what you're good at and what you like to do. And seeing where those basically and what you can also like make money at doing, not a ton of money, but like just making money to survive and how those three can intersect with each other versus you just have, well, I'm really good at this, but I don't like doing it. Or I really like this, but I'm bad at it, or I'm really good at it. I like it, but I can't really make anything from it. And so kind of being mindful of that. But a lot of people take it to mean I need to start my own business. And I'll be honest, from my own perspective, like that was what I originally thought. And I think I think it was because like even even our dad was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a business. But you know how 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 dad was like, seventeen businesses at one time. He's like, well, I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna do this. It's kind of like scatterbrained. And so like for me personally, like I thought just because the way dad was is like, okay, well, dad dad. One thing that dad did really well that I thought was really great was he owned property and was like a a property manager basically for his own properties. And I think that he did that really well along with like construction and stuff like that. But like, you know, there were a lot of other things that he tried to do. For me, I don't think I'm a business owner. I don't think I can run a business. I think there are certain parts of a business that I like to do, but running it, like I originally thought I could. I really, really thought I'd. But that, that to me is my idea of like what self-awareness is, at least before reading
1: this this chapter. Clearly you have a lot to say about self-awareness. <laughs> um, funny thing is like, like it's crazy how like, you know, we're reading this book, uh, you know, all the podcasts I'm listening to, all the books I'm listening to, all the books I'm reading, it's like, almost every little bit that I pull or I glean from these things kind of tie hand in hand. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about game V, which I haven't heard him say anything about any of this stuff. But um, funny story is, is I started reading one book uh, that goes along with Mickler's idea here is like the subtle art of not giving a, um, yeah. The effort uh, that, And yeah. <laughs> and basically, you know, Mark Manson, if that's his name, if I remember correctly, yeah. says, you know, all these gurus are shoveling crap, you know? Yes, entrepreneurship works for some people, mm-hmm. but yes, you know, you have to have the ultimate drive. Otherwise, you're just turning your gears and not getting nowhere. And, you know, another book I'm listening to by, by Simon Sinek, or I'm, I'm butchering that Simon too, Sinek. I'm sure I, Sinek.
0: The, the, like I said, Sinek, line, I'm butchering
1: right? it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so you know, start, start start with why. Start with why yeah. Yep. So it's like, why am I doing this? Why? So Mickel's like asking why you are the way you are. But Simon Sinek says people that start with why in business also uh, are more successful because they're not trying to sell you some cheap product and not trying to glean it from you. And like he compares it to like Apple, you know that like like Apple almost has like a cult following because like people will just wait and pay two or three grand for a computer versus just paying like a five hundred dollars for a, a PC or whatever. And it's just right. like funny thing is, just like it just all ties together almost like what I'm saying is everything I've listened to kinda of plays a part, you know. Yeah. yeah scriptures, yeah. some some podcasts about bible study it's like man like every single thing i'm listening to it's crazy you know like you were just talking about uh youtube or not youtube but but doing our videos and like i just listen partially to joe rogan with mr beast
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: yeah. I don't even know. Have you ever seen Mr. Beast's videos?
0: I've seen some of them. They're 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 definitely much more catered to like I feel like a younger audience. Like just oh no, my of...
1: kids love them. My oh, kids yeah. just Mr. Beast all the time. And like they're just like Joseph. You know, my my kids love you to death, and it's just like you know this man. Mm-hmm. Now he's doing these YouTube videos where he's like, you know. Dubbing it in Spanish, dubbing it in Portuguese, yep, and like it was just so funny. It's like I never even thought of that. Like we're all pumping out stuff in English, you know. Yeah, about the rest of the stuff, but yeah, the the why is definitely a great question, you know. Problem solving for businesses, the question why, you know, to find out what issues you are having, why you are having, to get to the root cause, you know, it's kind of the same thing. You are getting to the root cause of who you are, you know, what caused you to be the way you are by asking why. Yeah,
0: so actually, I do want to kind of like play on play on what you're talking about, and we, even if we have to like limit the rest of the stuff that we're going.
1: There's no, go There's no way. There's no way you are gonna limit anything. <laughs> we're,
0: no, no, no. We're gonna, we, we can we, we can, we we can try. Don't. We can work on it. We can work on
1: it. We got, we, we can, we can, we're can gonna it. limit it. We can do it.
0: But why are it's we really doing not this that broadcast? long of a
1: chapter? It's really not that long of a chapter. Like that, we could probably make it through and like. Six awesome. minutes. If we if we stuck to the words here, you stuck so, to your lines and I stuck to my lines, we'd be good to go. But we we just just unraveled. So
0: so, but I wanna I wanted to ask. So why are we why are we doing this podcast? In your mind, what's what's the reason for us doing this podcast?
1: Why I'm doing it is more or less it adds a more of a camaraderie ship. Mm-hmm. And it kind of allows me to speak about how I feel about a lot of things, and then also more more time spent with my brother. You know, he he can call his mom whenever he wants, but he don't ever call me. <laughs> That's
0: not true at all. I think I talk to you way more than I talk to our mother.
1: Yeah, because of the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, besides the podcast, I mean, just calling, like FaceTiming, just just whatever oh, that okay. happens.
1: But no, I call you. Anyways. Well, but I, I feel like everybody wants a way to like I don't know, not not so much like I wouldn't I would never just rely on like one thing as like a form of income and we're not even mm-hmm. making money right now if we ever do start making money. But I think another thing is like most people want out of their podcast or out of their show to make money. That's that's mm-hmm. the what they're doing it for. You know, how they're doing it. But why? You know, honestly getting down to the why. You know, it's like Cynic said. You know, you can't really put into words why, because why is not really developed in the right kind of mind. Um, where your mind, your words are formed, is not where your why is. Your why is more where your emotions are. Oh, so you know, okay. so you know, you, you can't you can't really put words to it. You just try and rationalize it to where people understand. You know. And I'm not yeah. saying it's not, not true. Like, I mean, but thinking about it, it makes sense. You know, someone asks you, well why, well, why did you marry them? You know, well, how do I explain it? You know, how do I explain that? Cause I love Especially them. If
0: she's the one that asks.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. You know, Well, I mean, that's, that's the example, you know, you know, and then it's like, he's like, but then your emotions can run so far rampant over your logic. Mm. You know, mm. it's like, like the cult following or mm. Apple. It's like, these people are paying two, three, four thousand dollars more than any other device that will do the exact same thing, the exact same way. But that's just they feel strongly about the the cause, the why, right. you know. Right. It's belonging to something, you know. Yeah. I don't know if that was the same book or not, but wanting to belong was the other thing, you know. Is that the same book? They're all they're all getting it, mixed up. In my it head might be somewhere. it might
0: be the same book because it kind of sounds like what 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 cynic says. Um.
1: So like for, for I've been, me, I've been following Cynic on LinkedIn for years now. Like yeah. I've never even read any of his stuff. Like he just, his little like presentations, like Ted talks, he does are just yeah. so good. Yeah. He's actually the only person I do follow on LinkedIn, honestly.
0: Wow. Nice. <laughs> I'm following myself. So like, <laughs> I think, I think, I think the biggest, I, I think for, for me, like along the same lines of of like our the why like i think i can articulate it at least from from my perspective is that it's a
1: big word there's words there there's, there's there's a what perspective articulate
0: oh articulate yeah 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 um so for me the the why the why of of us doing this is like yes i do want it, it is a form of camaraderie camaraderie Com- Com- companionship yes. or just like relationship com- camaraderie. yeah camaraderie there you go camaraderie that's yeah you can't say com- camaraderie is the camaraderie ship you can't use that uh camaraderie in in the sense of like being able to like talk to you and being able to kind of like uh go go over things that we've kind of like analyzed ourselves and analyzing our own perspectives from uh, and getting you know ideas and even like disagreeing at times and agreeing at times um I also would say, like a second reason is because I do want to help other men to become better because I, I think that that's a huge thing. And not not saying like, especially in the sovereignty set, like I do want to help other men become better. But you know, eventually, like I'd be okay with like trying to affect people as a whole, not just men, but also women and anybody else that happens to get online and see us or listen to our podcast. I, I want that. And like, to the extent where like, I, I would be okay. Like if this is just what we do, if this is like, if, if, if nothing ends up taking off from this, if nothing else happens out of this, like I, I would ultimately like to become like a podcaster, like a full-time occupation, but I'm not, I'm not really going to be like, I think, I think that's one of the things is like, I'm not going to be like heartbroken for not making, money off of this like I, I, I think it's just kind of a, a, a fun thing and I think it's good to kind of like put thoughts out there and e- even even to the extent like where if our 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 children uh, end up getting getting on this and and seeing um, seeing their dads you know get on their, their dads and their their uncles uh, get get like just talk about it and talk about things that they're going through at at our age and things that we've been through. So like, there's that. Plus the other thing too, is it forces me to actually try and like be a little bit creative with the videos and stuff like that. Like try and try and try new things about editing and and working on it. And I get more and more excited. Uh, Here we are. I guess this will be episode 19. Uh, But you know, where, you know, I get to play with different, editing bits and, 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 trying to add in new things and make things a little bit more, uh, creative and a little bit more interesting in that, in that perspective. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my why for, for doing this. So, all right. So let's talk about, uh, operating in the defaults. Okay. And, so one thing that I, that, I, that I made note of is, just, is this idea that basically operating the, in the default, in my mind, is just running on autopilot. So um, we have these scripts and we stick to those scripts. In my mind, it's just easier. Uh, but it, what Mickler brings out is that in order to achieve a new outcome, because the thing is, is, like he does say later on, he says running on default isn't necessarily inherently bad unless you want a new outcome. And so I guess it's that old adage of like, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting new results. And so if you want that new u- outcome, you've got to introduce something new. But even if we do something new, like how long are we committed to doing that new thing? Like it, it may cause us to revert back to the defaults uh, because again, it's we're we're because maybe we're not as committed. Maybe it's not, we're not answering the reason why we're doing it. Maybe it's just, maybe the why is like something that's external, right? It's like, I want, I do want to look better, but maybe internally you're, you're kind of always, you're not changing the internals. You're changing the externals. So my example was diet and exercise versus mindset and, and inner monologue because like for me, when I was back in the States, I was losing weight. I was I was eating the right stuff. I was you know doing doing exercises and and that was like a part of my life and I was really good at it. Then I got here to China and all of that just went to the side. And and like the only excuse that I have is that basically I I wasn't like mentally like one, it wasn't that I wasn't mentally wanting to change, but it was like, I'd already made this huge drastic change of moving back to China. And now I'm like, you know what? Everything else can just kind of go by the wayside. And unfortunately I ended up gaining. So I was down to 215 at my lowest and I ended up gaining, um, how much 45, nope, 55, 55 pounds back. No, 45, 45. Yeah. 45 pounds back because it was just like, you know, there, there wasn't anything else. And so now it's like, that, that kind of mindset of of um, you know need, needing to be healthier and wanting to be healthier and and wanting to do that no matter where I am whether it's here in China or or in the U.S. or wherever. So that kind of.
1: I think idea. I think some of the things too, like you know, if I can just interject here for about Go five on. seconds.
0: No, I'll give I'll give you like is, five minutes. Um,
1: <clears throat> you know you rank things in your mind as far as what you can not do and do and so like the first thing to go is stuff like that because you don't rank it as high you know you don't keep it number one in your mind so you know even for me getting back to where i am now um like i have not been in the gym but there in the summertime i was going twice a day sometimes i was going to the gym and doing jujitsu at the same time but now it's like i'm not even doing anything i got a full-time job like now it's just like, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm not upset, so to speak, but like, like I am getting tired of it. Like I want to be able to go do, you know, exercise and stuff like that. Cause I don't want to be fat no more. I don't want to be big. I want to be big, but more like swollen, you know? Um, but yeah, talking about defaulting and running on the all pilot, like I do it all day long. I mean, honestly, I drive to work the same way, drive back to work or back mm-hmm. home the same way. You know, I set up when I get gas, you know, I always take lunchtime to go get gas. Yep. You know, um, honestly, it is hard to like, you know, just not go, 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 go. Like I set up with my uh, boss to like do training for like an hour a day. And like what I mean by that is like to have stuff where you can get certifications for SolidWorks and AutoCAD and all that. And it's like, um. Even I got permission, but I still don't set aside the time to get it done because I'm always just busy going, 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 going. And so, absolutely, there's there's some defaults that aren't bad, but then there's some that are. And then, you know, the steps was, you know, I wrote these down, was becoming software, you first have to understand the script. So, you know, you know what you do every day. You know what's routine and what's not routine you know analyze it you know you understand what you're doing now analyze it so you know you look at the results produced and then proceed accordingly is what he says to do so if you know there's somewhere that needs a change you know you know somewhere like i'm gonna get ahead of myself where it's not producing that you need it to do you know then you know what you need to do you need to change it 110 percent um yeah I felt like that was the last chapter. Was that this chapter? Is the thought serving me or hindering me?
0: Nope, nope. That's this chapter. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh that's man, so like
1: these these chapters run together for me, honestly.
0: Well, well, because because last time we were talking about uh a integrity, we were talking last chapter, we were talking about integrity, but but in like more of like promising what you do and then and then doing that, like following through and and basically like being a man of your word. Oh, I'm sorry. No conviction. I'm sorry. Scratch that conviction. Um, It's it's that idea of oh oh not not really caring about what others feel about you and of caring about the opinions of some because those opinions uh, maybe like from experts who actually have done it. Um, But in this one, no, this one this one is specifically talking about like that, um, like the like when you have certain thoughts about certain things whatever it may be, whether like, like for, for, for me, it's working out. Like it's definitely, I, and, and I'll be a hundred percent honest. I hate working out. I hate working out. Like I, it is not enjoyable for me. I don't want to get up and go for a walk. I don't want to get up and go like to the gym. And, and it's not, it's not that I don't want to lift weights. I just don't want to go to the gym. Like when I'm at the gym, then I'm like, well, okay, I'm here. I may as well do something. And so like lifting weights and, and cardio and stuff like that. But one of the, one of the things that I've had to like, kind of like realize with myself, two things actually for me, the thought was is like, number one, like I know, like if I'm paying somebody else, if I'm paying a coach to help me, uh, to, to, to give me guidance and stuff like that. Like I don't like coming up with a workout plan. So it's nice to pay somebody else to give me a workout plan, but then also like being mindful of like what food I'm eating. But because of the workout, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be more mindful of what I'm eating because like that's the only reason why like I'm like forcing myself to work out because if I don't force myself to work out then I don't really care about what I'm eating and so it's very easy for me to just put the put the weight back on but if I'm like okay I've got to go and work out like because I'm, I'm, I'm paying this coach like it, it is a monetary thing and so then well okay if I'm working out I don't want to um, have such struggles so I definitely need to make sure that I'm eating right. And so that's definitely the, the thought that was like hindering me is like, is like, you know, I may pay a gym, but generally I don't really feel emboldened or, or feel bad if I don't go to the gym. I'm just like, ah, okay, I'm just losing some money, whatever. But if I'm paying a coach, that's a different thing. It's like, it's like, okay. Cause A, it's a little bit more expensive and B, I've got that coach who's like, who's like sending me messages and saying, Hey, where are you? Let's go. Let's, let's get to the gym. Let's get some workouts done. And so well, then the other
1: thing, like, I would say, like, what you asking for somebody else to make you a workout that you don't have to focus so much on what you're going to do every day? You know, you have a routine, right? And Like I said, routines are good. You know, I know I set my alarm for this time, but I know I don't know. I have to get out of bed till this time to get ready and be out the door in 30 minutes, you know? Right. So it's like, that's my routine. Yeah. You know, yeah. so So. good um
0: so conjuring up the past so so mickler brings up this idea of of conjuring up the past like bringing up the past um and basically it's it's an opportunity to understand yourself and how uh your thoughts and beliefs came to be and so I put it in our notes that, that that about gay guys in college story. And so I just so so I understand my brother my, my brother's like, uh what? So I I'll, I'll explain. Um growing up my whole life uh before before going off to college was, was kind of like a we'll just call it a bubble. It was it was a shield against like what was going on in the world. Uh
1: especially I mean, especially most, like, most growing up times is a shield, honestly. Well yeah.
0: Well, well, yeah, but I mean, but well, I, me. not to not to get too far into parenting, but kind of like one of my thoughts is, I don't necessarily want to shield uh, my children when God blesses me with children. I don't want to shield them from what's going on in the world, but actually, better prepare them for how to handle that and and be mindful of it and know what's coming. But like growing up, I always thought like like gay people were just. Horrible, despicable, just awful people. And it wasn't until I actually got into college and was actually around gay people to actually find out. Oh, wait, these these people are actually they're just human. They're they're nice, they're sweethearts. While I disagree with their lifestyle, and 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 I and I, you know, in my traditional uh, uh, beliefs and my 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 Christian, Christian beliefs, like green. I think that they're you know they they they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing however that doesn't necessarily make them horrible right like then and, and it goes back to that old adage like hate the sin not the sinner but like there's a lot of hating the sinner going on in a lot of like closed off christian communities and so being able to see that this is what i originally thought but then having that changed in my mindset and my thought pattern is like, oh, okay, these people aren't actually horrible people. And so being able to, to adjust that was a huge step
1: for me. Well, I never thought they were horrible, anyways. I think everybody can be wrong in a sense of whenever they try and, you know, push off their beliefs on other people, you know. and. We've seen that a lot both ways nowadays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what I was pointing at, though, is like when you conjure up the past, it's not, it's not. You're not doing it sitting here and just be like, "What if?" Because, like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I could spend all days and what if I did this and what if I did that? What if I did this? You know, why'd I do this? You know, I I, I could spend mm-hmm. years on that subject. But the thing is, is you don't. That's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to just figure out why you are the way you are and then figure out how to change it if it's for the better or manage it to where it makes it better or manage it to where it's more productive. Like, it's mm-hmm. never, you know, you are where you are right now. You made your bed, sleep in it, whatever else. You know, I, I have I have a real big tendency to, um, like, if I get super upset about something that happened... Or like you know, it on how it goes. Let me let me let me not say something that makes me seem like a liar. <laughs> Depending on what it is, like 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 my emotions, I feel like I keep my emotions in check a lot, you know. And I said like it does me no good to get emotional, you know, especially in a reactive state. Hmm. You know, there's yes. no benefit. You know, there's no benefit me acting ugly towards somebody. But like even still I still have, you know, uh, what's the word? Impulsiveness is that's, well, that's not even right, but whatever. Having impulsivity to, you know, get upset, like when I'm driving behind a slow driver, you know, like stuff yeah. like that. Like there's still yeah. that that quick switch for me. So I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but you know, recognizing the benefit of seeing which how what you do when you're doing it and how much it's producing or being productive in your life and being able to change that is all you're doing with this past conjuring like that's the whole it's an exercise just to understand where you're at and what you can do to change it
0: see like for 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 me one of the one of the things like too and I, and i want to i want to ask you this like what do you think is something from the past that needs that that should be conjured up and then changed. Because, like, his example, Mickler's example is this. My like brother moving that. to China. Okay, it could be that. Okay, you expound yeah. upon that. Let's go with that.
1: I, I don't know how else to expand upon it. I mean, I just simply stated the most simple way I could. There's no easier way to say that. I tell but, my wife that all the time. That is the simplest way I could tell you that.
0: Well... Like okay, so so let's talk about. Do what, I think what,
1: you'd be more productive here? Probably not. Mm. <laughs> probably probably worse. Yeah, he probably works here. That's, that's probably a good thing you're over there where, where they keep you on lockdown, twenty four seven.
0: Does seem like that sometimes, especially now with with uh, COVID outbreaks happening all over the city. Ah, uh, but like, but like, so okay, so so why does why does. So what what Something does that
1: do? For the past of
0: Adrian Card. So what, what changed. what's Yeah. So you're saying you're saying this idea of me being in China. So so what is it what is it that is like like what specifically about that thought is is making you like is like So hindering? for
1: my benefit, let's say if you stay there in America. Yeah. In the US of A the benefit for my productivity would be like, especially if you're living somewhere close, would be like you and I would hold each other accountable for working out. You and I would, you know, have that, that, you know, brotherly relationship that we've always had, but now mm-hmm. it's at a distance. It's more or less just like bounce ideas off of, you know, you know, some of, some of the, Let's just go with this. Let's say a podcast we want to do here. You know, we could both be up at nine o'clock at night instead of, you know, me being up at 11 and you being up at 11 the next day and whatever the hour changes, you know, kind of, kind of puts a hindrance on it. And then you're doing stuff for daytime. I'm doing this stuff for nighttime. So there is some benefits in productivity for if you have been able to stay. Um, I don't know necessarily. I think – Let's go like this. How about this? Okay. Something from the past that needs to be conjured up and changed. Not that it needs to be changed, but it could have been changed. Like, like if I had known, you know, I didn't have to take four classes of calculus to be an engineer still, I wouldn't have done four classes of calculus and two classes of physics. You know, there's still engineering jobs out there. Hell, there's there's jobs where I live at now or work at now. That's, they have application engineers and they don't even have degrees. Really? Right. Because I'm more like salespeople, but they've changed it now. It's like, man, who have thought that you could just get an engineering degree without the, without an engineering or engineering mm-hmm. job without an engineering degree? Right. But I mean, it yeah. is what it is. There's no way. And that's what I was telling, like feelings. Like that kind of upsets you almost. It would have said, it upsets me. Like if I'm being honest, it does upset me. But me getting upset, you know, that. Like, The next one, emotions. Me getting upset, getting mad, getting angry, does me no good. A lot of times, even if you did something about it with your emotions, it usually doesn't even go your way, too. There's been plenty of times where someone's, like, complained about something, like, hey, he he got six days off. Well, you know what they did? They docked him a day, and so it didn't even get you a day, so it didn't even benefit you half-time, you know? No. Examples, but you know, keeping your emotion in check for me it's a very thing. You know, knowing when emotions—it's kind of like I like—I like, I like to. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna not quote, but paraphrase the Bible, where like you know, he had that righteous anger when he went in there and flipped the tables in the temple. You know, there's time for your for your emotions to show through, but then there's times where you need to know when you need to have them in check.
0: Well, so, so, so going, going along with that. So uh, yeah, getting into this idea of emotions. um, So, so Mickler does go into this idea that, uh, that we're, we're being told to hide our sorrow and fear, but then also we're, we're told to hide the anger. We're told to hide jealousy. We're told to hide rage and that he does have men asking him how to stop or how to overcome these feelings. Now for me personally, I, I don't think, I don't think that I think I think that hiding is is a bad term for this because I don't it, it's more about like suppression. It's more about like like pushing it down, like and pretending like it's not there. Like, sw- I, I guess I guess theoretically sweeping it under the rug is but it's it's I, I guess I guess I guess in my mind, it's not so much that we're being told to hide those It's being more that we're told that we shouldn't have those now me personally. So, uh, just taking like jealousy, for instance, like I think that there are outlets that you should use in order to kind of like handle these emotions. Again, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with having them, of course. But like if you're jealous, like I think, I think talking to, I think this is where like, having the community of, of men, like talking to another man, one that you can trust, one that you can feel comfortable with, whether again, for you and me, it's it's each other. We talk about jealousy We or it could be uh, an, another, like for us, another Christian man that we could talk to who maybe is a little bit more mature, a little bit more older, going back to this idea of conviction and getting the opinions of other people. Someone who's been through a little bit more life than we have, maybe not so much like, like, a dad because there's 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 more emotional baggage there but but even like like going and seeking out elders which i mean if your dad is is one of those like you could, that you can reach out to then yeah definitely do that or grandfather even but like for for us like for you and me like reaching out to each other talking to each other about these different types of emotions anger going and punching a punching bag or for me writing about it like that was probably one of the hugest things Going and lifting weights, even Um, like any time that there is anger that pops up, because it does happen. Going and handling handling that Um, when it's sorrow, maybe talk again in my mind talking to another man about it, but even at times showing my wife that I'm I'm sorrowful. But but like I I know that there's like um, there's this there's this this dichotomy, especially around like tears and crying and stuff like that, where or this or this feeling that. If a man is crying in front of a woman, this is a bad thing. I would say if a man cries a lot in front of a woman, you know, about different things that that may be affecting him, I think that that I think that there 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 could potentially be a loss of respect, especially for 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 men who are single who are interested in in dating. If they're crying in front of their girlfriend, maybe their girlfriend lose some sense of of respect for that because. And I, and I don't necessarily say like it's. It's a woman's fault or a man's fault that this is happening or like a, a patriarchal society that is causing this to happen. But I think it's more just it, – it, maybe it's ingrained in us biologically to like as, – as, as women to look at a man who is crying as like, OK, he's, he's a little bit weaker. He can't really handle himself. And so that's that for me is like one of the reasons why I feel like talking to a man about it and like even crying in front of a man about it. Again, very trusted man, uh, but every once in a while, showing showing my wife that that you know these things happen. Every once in a while, letting those emotions like allowing yourself to be vulnerable to the person that you care about, um, and then fear even. Um, there are there are certain things like 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 talking to men men about it. I think again is is super useful to men. I don't necessarily. Feel, I can talk to my wife about certain fears that I've got. Like, like we want to have a child soon. We'd like to like to work on getting pregnant soon, but like I could talk to her about those feelings, about the fear of like what, 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 you know, like raising a child and being a parent and like the things that I have about being a father, those kind of like thoughts and ideas and stuff. But if it's like, there are certain discussions, like, like, the fear of, of what the future holds as far as like money or as far as where we're going to live, all these things like that for me is more like my wife and I've had some discussions about that. And I would say like, when that happens, then she ended up getting a little, a, a little concerned and like worried as well. And to me, I'm like, at that moment, when it, when it has something to do with the future or it has something to do with like maybe a very touchy subject that she's not comfortable with at that moment, I'm like, okay. Cause even now I'm like, I've done it a few times in the past where I've talked about like, like, I, I feel like I'm not pursuing what I should be pursuing or doing what I should be doing. And she feels like that's her fault. And so I'm like, no matter how many times I tell her, no, it's not your fault. It's not because of you that I'm not doing what I want to do. But nevertheless, she still takes it as that. And so like in that moment, I'm like, okay, so I need to hide or I need to keep certain fears away from her eyes. Like there are certain ones that I can present to her, but the rest of them, I can't just bottle them up and keep them inside. I do need to talk to other people about it. I do need to pursue other relationships, other relationships with men in, in in those cases. Cause because again, even for me as a man, I don't necessarily want to talk to a woman about that because I feel like I'm that's a very vulnerable state and I don't want to like open myself up vulnerably to another woman. There's no reason for me to do that. Unless it's mom. Mom, I'm okay with doing that too. Grandmas, family members, sure. Just another woman that I happen to like work with or or happen to uh be friends with, no, not doing that. Not even remotely close to that. Yeah.
1: Mindset. Mindset. Understanding Mindset. who I am. Finding what makes you tick. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I think he points out here, you know, like, are you... are you? God, the thing I hear the most these days is, is, are you worried about yourself? Especially for my wife. And so, like, like
0: you In know, you're sitting 20? here...
1: Well, you're sitting here worried about... Uh, I'm not going to explain that sense, but Oh, okay. But the point is, like, this chapter, you know, he's like, are you looking at everybody else and being resentful towards them and being like, well, they just have all this luck and all this other stuff? And... and or are you working towards that goal? Are you... Worried about yourself, so to speak, and trying to change yourself to be better, to be what you want to be. You know, I, th- um, I think that's, I think that's definitely, definitely something. Definitely, I have issues. Look, I'm going to cut you off because I know I'm not going to get talk at all. <laughs> definitely, I have issues where I see there's a lot of things I wish I had changed, but there's a lot of things that if I wasn't where I am now, s- a lot of stuff wouldn't be the way it is. You know, the, a lot of the good stuff wouldn't be the way it is, but you know, a lot of bad stuff too would be out of the picture too. So it's like that. And that's what it says. You know, you can't, you can't deal with what is. you know, you just look at it and you move on, learn from it. Don't resent others. What can you do to be better? And I am done with that part so you are good to go sir
0: <laughs> Well no all, all I'm like in relationship to this like there there are times where where I've felt lost and and even to the extent like that like what you were saying like not necessarily resentful of others but but maybe like jealous resentful to me is just is, is that idea that, that like you hate the other person or you're upset that the other person kind of has that what what you don't. I would say like I'm more along the lines of jealousy, not necessarily hating the other person, but also being like, man, why am I not there? And I get frustrated about not not being there. But then also at the end of it, I'm not not doing anything about it. And so like even to an extent, this podcast is kind of that that idea of now I'm trying to get to that point where I'm putting in the work to get to that point, to get to where I, I know I can be using the skills and the talents that I've got to be there. Yes. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, Skill set. Yep. And this is another point I wanted to make. Um, I was telling you about how all these books just tie in together. So Mm -hmm. we have this thing called Maxwell Mondays on Monday. Okay. Where we sit down and we watch stuff about John Maxwell. And... Maybe there's somebody else, too. Um, So, Mickler talks about margins in this, and, you know, it's more usually dealt with financial aspects, you know, margin, you know, how much you're spending versus how much you're making. There's your margin in there. You know, the the margin is, like, the benefit. Um, The way Mickler talks about it, and for sure, John Maxwell, is that the margin is the downtime you have to form your plans or ideas and, and to regroup basically, it's like your recharge time, you know, you can't just keep going all the time without having some downtime. So Hmm. do you have a margin in between different aspects of your life? So then, you know, Mickler's like, get up and and meditate in the morning and then go to bed and meditate, which yes, yes and no, I agree with, you know, for me, Hmm. I try not to listen to music on my way to work. You know, that's 35 minutes of me just thinking. I also try not to check my phone before I get to work, too. And that, that's, that's a little harder. I'll admit that's definitely a lot harder. But, you know, that gives me 35 minutes to reflect. You know, 35 minutes to think about stuff. 35 minutes just to just to maybe not even think, so to speak. But, you know, just, just to not have something going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, and that's that, that's that whole autopilot. Like I can just drift off to my own mind and just not even realize I turned onto the roads I need to turn onto and I'm at work all of a sudden, you know what I mean? So it's like, right. it's not a bad thing, but you know, definitely having to take the time. Like I told you about the training I want to do. Like I, I try to do it, but like usually just get so caught up and I mean, I, the, the thing I love about my job now is like I go to work and before I know it, it's four o'clock. Like, but it's a bad thing too because it's like, dang, like, like, like I'm enjoying myself, I feel like, but it's like I'm so busy, I'm just not even paying attention to what's happening around me. Right. Um, let's see. I think I covered anything. Um, do you have a margin? Well, so. Do you
0: take time to reflect? So like, I, I guess I guess in my mind like like there's there are a lot of proponents for this idea of like meditation in the morning and 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 then reflection in the evening and and having these these times where like so so to me like margin is is more along the lines of like both preparation and reflection. And I know he talks about it's reflection, but like I would say like in the morning it's it's kind of like preparation for. The coming day like what 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 do i need to do what needs to get done how do i organize the time like and and how do i continue like it, is it going into like what it is that i that i want to get done for that day and then uh in the evening it's more about a reflection of the day like how how like did i did I go into – like did I did I achieve the goals that I wanted to that day and, and were these goals beneficial to me or were they just kind of like things that I'm like, okay, well, I've got to throw this in here just to have it done. Um, and so I, I don't do that currently. Um, I feel like I, I might I – know, I know he talks about like – since we talked about emotions, I know that he talked about having times of like reflection throughout the day of like when you're feeling these emotions. I would say for me personally, like like I've I've had some uh, sometimes where like I'll just kind of like go go into my office, uh, plug in my headphones and then just kind of like listen to listen to some music while just kind of like relaxing. And also I I don't really go in and try and figure out why it is that either I'm so stressed or why it is that I feel so busy or why it is that I, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not working on something that I should be working on. I really, do that, and I think that that's something that I've definitely got to be more consistent about doing. And so,
1: some yeah, away I'm, on this, I actually have a John Maxwell's book here. Uh, it's 20, Developing the Leader Within You 2.0. Um, and the margin, he calls out, he's like, You know, I'm gonna read the back part. Hold on. You know, the question he asked margin call, expand in your calendar, how much white space does it contain? You know, so that's what he calls your margin, your little white space. So margin improves self-awareness. This is number one thing. Uh, margin gives you needed time to think. Margin provides you with energy renewal. And then he talks about the Pareto principle. Um, Pareto principle. Amadera? No. Oh, but Pareto. P A R E T O. Oh, okay. They call it the eighty twenty rule.
0: Oh, so, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: And so, like you know, he's like, ask yourself in order, to, in order to get your 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 margin. You know, the 80-20 rule uh, principle is: uh, what are the twenty percent of my possessions I get the most value out of? What are the twenty percent of the clothes I wear eighty percent of the time? What do I spend 20% of my leisure time doing that gives me 80% of my happiness? You know, so so it's basically focusing on the top 20% of everything you do mm-hmm. that gives you 80% outcomes of what you want to do. So, like, if I do 20%, like, like, I love to fish, but do I fish? No. You know, my happiness for me, like, these days is spending time with my kids, you know, or... You know, be able to get a good job done or whatever. But, anyways, it's always it. And I, I don't know how you feel about coincidence or what's the other word, providence? Is that right?
0: Could be providence, yeah.
1: But it's like, like it's crazy how like it seems like as far as this stuff is all falling into the same like week of like Maxwell Mondays. I'm learning about it book, and Mickler's book, I'm reading about it, Uh, Simon Sinek on my drive home, I'm listening to it, you know, now if I can just get (laughs) the other 20% of my life, that gives me 80% of my problems, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, definitely, definitely it's crazy how everything ties together, but let me ask you this, sure. Reading this chapter, have you even have you even contemplated what you do and changing it, you know, like like it says replacing the script. You know So So to I, to be I like your coffee call. I agree. I could get off some coffee.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean that's that's I I would say so for for me, replacing the script I guess I guess ultimately like it's it's not just Internal scripts that I've got like like in my mind because like I feel like I feel like maybe maybe we were like born with this like positive internal script that was going on, but then certain things or certain people or certain uh, news or certain other aspects from the outside world have like brought in changes to the script that have kind of turned it into a, a negative thing. Um, but like but like for instance, like I I, I do know. Um, One of the things he kind of brought up earlier is this idea that this guy who wants to lose weight, he just looks at himself as a fat, lazy slob. And so, and so like, but you've got to change that because the thing is like, if you consider yourself a fat, lazy slob, you have that script of like being these three particular things, then you're not really, you're not really interested or not really moving towards changing that because this is the script that you're telling yourself. But I mean, you may be fat. You might be lazy at times, you may be sloppy at times, but that doesn't necessarily turn you into a fat lazy sloppy.
1: That doesn't define you.
0: Right. And so and so in, in that particular unless, case, so you let,
1: unless you let it define you. You know, it's like um right. I try and tell my significant other, you know, if I hear things over and over again, how long before I start living up to them? Hmm. You know, it's like it's like that last little piece, that last line puts in there is, is for me one hundred percent, you know. Uh, uh, words you know what you tell yourself is powerful so you know make sure what you're telling yourself is benefiting you you yeah make sure it's serving you you know and also you know people around you if they're not sitting there raising you up maybe it's time to move along and find somebody that will friends family
0: i mean i like i agree definitely i but i think i think also like I think some people can turn this into like delusion and be like, no, I end the – I mean, uh, so uh, this is going to be so – oh, man. This is going to be such a controversial thing. But like this whole like body positivity movement and just as a fat guy, like I'm, I'm, like it bugs the crap out of me. My um, favorite
1: is the dad bod.
0: Well, uh, well, yeah. The, even even that, like like going into this acceptance of like, oh, okay. Well, it's okay for me to have a dad bod. It's okay for me to have you know this kind of body and stuff. And like, cause the thing is, is like, for me, like it was always even even to the extent. And I'll go I'll go this. We even heard about a negative script that I kind of tell myself is this idea that you know it, it, going back to this idea of also like conviction and relying on other people um, or, or integrity and relying on other people. This idea that like, I need a coach in order to set up a workout. That's a script that I've been telling myself. And, and to an extent, I would say it's not necessarily true. Like, can I set up workouts? Like I could set up workouts, like if I can lesson plan for a week or a month in advance, why can't I set up workouts of things that I need to do a week or a month in advance, you know, and, and, and kind of in, in, in an essence, use that margin time to like maybe at the end of the week to, to set up for the next week of the workouts that I'm going to do. But I have this this negative script that it's like, oh, I can't do that. You know, I, I just don't have the time or I just don't, you know, have the energy. I, I'll tell you one that I did change is this idea of like, oh, you know, I'm too busy. I can't like make food. I can't, uh, you know, um, I can't go out and buy groceries and stuff like that. Like it's just it just takes too much time. But now that I'm, like, actually in the process of, A, making food, going out and buying groceries uh, or ordering groceries to be delivered, you know, and, and cooking the food and stuff like that, all of a sudden I have the time. It's amazing. But it's realizing that, like, there are other things, like, that I'll, I'll accept, like, even to the extent where I will tell, um, tell myself that, you know, I, I – I can't do this because I'm too busy. But actually what ends up happening is I actually end up having plenty of time just because normally I'll just be watching YouTube or I'll be goofing off uh, on the internet or I'll be, you know, doing, doing something else that isn't really benefiting me. Uh, The other aspect is like even sitting there, one of the negative scripts that I definitely need to change is when I come home from work, instead of sitting down and just turning on YouTube, which I, I tell myself, oh no, it's fine that I do that because that's my time to relax. But the problem is is I can sink myself into a like two, three, four hour hole of YouTube just consistently watching versus, you know, actually going and doing something like actually producing content for YouTube or going out and and making this podcast reach more people or even developing other podcasts or developing other relationships to meet with people who could challenge me and, and make me a better person. but. Those are those are scripts that I definitely still have. One that I've changed is definitely this idea of um, you know not having enough time to cook and and to shop, but I do and I am. Now I now it's going in and changing the script of well I don't I don't really have enough time to uh, make lesson plans or or even to the ex- this extent like well, I'm a terrible institutional teacher. Like I can't teach at an institution. I do better at, uh, doing like one-on-one or with students who actually give a crap, but that's also a negative script that doesn't actually, uh, um, help me get, you you know, get better at teaching these types of students, ones that have no interest. And so like, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of, a lot of ones. Um, Even the ones that I wrote down, like removing Coke Zero, like I tell myself, no, it's perfectly fine to have Coke Zero because, you know, it's it's bubbly and it's sweet, but it's not good for my health. Same with coffee, how much coffee I drink in a day. Same with vaping, like even now, like in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's okay to vape. And to an extent, like I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to quit in April. Like that's that's when I'm that's when I'm quitting this whole vape thing. But but I know it's going to be a challenge for sure.
1: Well, all is this. Yep.
0: Well, you got anything else you want you want to you want to finish us off?
1: Um well. Now go ahead. Right. <laughs>
0: if you're listening on your favorite podcast, please make sure that you subscribe and leave a comment and a review. This helps us like kind of reach out to other people. We want a lot of people to Hear what we've got to say, and and to communicate, and to have a conversation with us. Uh, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, click that bell, hit the like button, leave a comment, let us know what you think and what you're what you're feeling. Uh, you'll also see the Sovereignty set on YouTube, and our last video on conviction. Oh no, our last video will be actually nothing to do with sovereignty, but uh, just kind of a good conversation between uh, Andrew and I. I'm Nick. I'm Andrew. And as always, you have an open invitation to our conversation.